This is a shear on Likutei Sichais Chelek Tes Vav Noyach, the fourth Sicha. Here we go. Exciting Sicha. Stays in the Mishnah and pick up A person is beloved because he was created in the image. No, it doesn't say the image of God, but that's what it's referring to. Tzelem, as this week's parsha. And an even greater love is that Hashem made it known to him, to man, that he was created in the image. Shenemar. It says, and this is why it's in this week's parsha, in this sicha, because it's this week's parsha noyach. For in the image of God, in the form of God, Hashem made man. So the Teisvus Yomtiv explains on this Mishnah from the fact that the Tana of the Mishnah brings the pasuk that in the image of God, man was created, which this pasuk is said to noyach. We're in parshas noyach to noyach and his children. So for this we understand. That with the fact that he says that beloved is man that's created in the image of God, all of humanity is included therein. Also, the children of Noach, in other words, also non-Jews. Because this Pasuk was said to all of humanity. Not allowed to kill anybody because man is created in the image of God. And with this, he explains the difference in language that in this first instance in the Mishnah, this is the first of three things that the Mishnah says. The Mishnah here says, beloved is man who is created in the image. And then the later stages of this Mishnah are in Yisrael, that the Jews, Yisrael is beloved. Because in those later stanzas of the Mishnah, it speaks about the belovedness based on the qualities and virtues that are only prevalent by Yidin. They're called Bonim, they're called children to Hashem. Hashem has given them the, uh, the uh, most desirous tools, in other words, the Torah was given to them. And that's um, uniquely to Yisrael. So therefore it says, Chavim Yisrael, the Yisrael is beloved. Here, however, we're talking about Nivra B'Tzalom, about being created in the image of Hashem, which that is by the totality of Min HaMedaber, by species that speaks, in other words, humankind. Aye, so why does Pirkei Ovis has to come and tell us, as Yidin, that uh, humanity is beloved because it's created in the image of Hashem? What is this impact how does this impact on the instructions that a Yid is given, Mishnah, is to teach us how to behave? So it says the Rambam, so this will be understood according to what the Rambam explains. And the Rebbe says in the footnote 5 that this is the way the Teis Yamtov explains it as well. That the reason it's inserted here is because the Rambam tells us we have to, that Moshe Rabbeinu told us from Hashem at Ar Sinai that we have to lakuf, we have to force, literally, impress upon all of the people of the world to accept upon themselves the mitzvahs that the children of Noyach were instructed in. And they have to fulfill their mitzvahs, not because of hechreya hadas, because it makes sense intellectually to do so, but because Hashem commanded in the Torah. And so therefore, this is what the Tana means. When the Tana says, man is beloved for his created in the image of Hashem, this is telling a Yid that because man in totality, humankind is created in the image of God, you're able to influence on all of the peoples of the world to listen to the mitzvahs of Hashem, because there's, there are instructions of Hashem to them. And how do you do that? Here's how you do it, by explaining to them that they are beloved and they are endeared to God because they're created in His image. 
And therefore, they should be doing what Hashem has instructed. Now, basis, it's obvious, it's self-understood, that even according, according to what we just explained, that Adam here means humankind, obviously it also includes the Jewish people. They have definitely created in the Tzelem of Hashem. And this will also fit with what the Fidik Rebbe then tells, that Tzelem, in the image, this refers to the nefesh asichlis, the intellectual soul, and that's by Yidin and also by B'nai Noyach, B'nai Then when the Mishnah says, and beloved are man that they're created in the Tzelem, sorry, it's two, it's two stanzas in the Mishnah. Chaviv Adam Shanivri B'Tzelem, beloved is man who's created in the image. And then Chibi Yaseira, an additional knowledge, uh, uh, love, that he was informed is created in the image. This is referring to an upgraded level of tzelem, of the image of God. What are the two levels of tzelem elikim? The first level, that man is beloved, is created in the image of our God. This goes on humankind. This goes on the intellectual soul of, that every human being has. The additional love that Hashem gives by informing that man is created in the image refers to a, 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 um, an additional level of tzelem. This is the nefesh asichli shabi Yisrael, the intellectual soul that is unique to the Jew. And that tzelem is higher than the tzelem of the general humankind. As we're going to explain, what does that mean? Nonetheless, I'll give you a sneak preview. It means that they're, they're, they're more beetle. They're more, uh, they're more prone to selflessness, to being um, totally swept up in connectivity to Hashem. Nonetheless, for the fact that in the Indian of Tzalem, there is a inequality between Yidin and not Yidin, so we understand that also when we talk about the Tzalem of a Yid, so it's not just, um, we say that there's a, a, an additional Tzalem that a Yid has that's unique. So it's not so much the, for the things in that that a yid is totally different than a not yid. Because those things are referred to more specifically in the continuation of the Mishnah. It says the Yisrael are beloved, they're called children, they have a special gift, they're called the children of Hashem. They're given the Torah of Hashem. That's for the specially Jewish things that yidn have to do. So here when we say that yidn are given a, a, an additional level of tzelem, it's in order to influence their activity in and with Humanity with B'nai Noyach. In other words, that also in the avoid of influencing the rest of humanity who are all created in the image of Hashem, and that's why they should be doing the will of Hashem. So even there, a Yid is endowed with a higher level of Tzalem to be able to impact that work that he does to reveal the Tzalem, the image of God, within the totality of humankind. So we have to understand what is so relevant here. Why is it so important that Chaviv Adam Shemir B'Tzalem if we just want to say that this is talking about the Yid's influence on a not Yid to fulfill the will of Hashem because they're all, everybody's in the image of God and we should do the will of Hashem, why is there a need for a Yid to have an upgraded nefesh asichlis, intellectual soul, to be able to influence the non-Jew in his work, l'chayda? the regular tzalem al-Kim should be sufficient? Gimel. So we also have to understand in the halacha in Rambam where it says that we have to influence the non-Jews in their mitzvahs, 
it says it should be not from Hechre Adas, not based on their, their um, the, the imperative of their, of their intellectual, it should be an outcome of an intellectual decision. It makes sense to be moral, to follow the rules of God. No. The, the way that we're supposed to impress upon humankind to keep the mitzvahs of Bnei Noach is that Hashem so commanded in the Torah and told us through Meshach Rabbeinu Vashalom that the Bnei Noach are instructed, were instructed way back in the times of Noach to fulfill the mitzvahs, these seven mitzvahs. Now, this is something we should be amazed at. Why is the fulfillment of the mitzvahs of Bnei Noach connected with Yidin and with Matan Torah Meshach Rabbeinu? In other words, why is it something that specifically, you see that part of the, of the process, part of the path of having the world keep Shavim Zinech is it has to come through the influence of the Yid, and not just the influence of the Yid, but the influence of the Yid, the way he transmits it from Moshe Rabbeinu, from Antera. So what do you want to say about the imperative that each Yid has to, to work with the humankind, to teach Shavim Zinech, so we could say, well, look, when did we get the mission to fix the world? No, in other words, when they get to the fact that it's up to the Yidin to influence the world, you could say that's because the Yid has a tachlis, the sakin asaylam, he has to fix the world to all serve Hashem. So that's why it's, it's part of their journey to influence the world. But why does this have to be as a continuation of Matan Torah? Why can't we impress, why can't the non-Jew, the Bnei Noach, fulfill his mitzvah based on the fact that it was an instruction to humanity by other Marishan and Noach? Why is it so important that it's fulfilled because Hashem said so in the Torah through Meshach Rabbeinu? Meila, when we say that all mitzvahs of Yidin are hinged upon Sinai, for example, we don't do a bris because Avram did it. We did it because Hashem told us at Har Sinai to do a bris that Avram did. So we understand because everything changed at, at Har Sinai. For the Yidin, the change was that at, by Har Sinai Hashem chose them. And so even the previous mitzvahs now became mitzvahs of a totally different nature. So we fulfill, the mitzvahs we fulfill now all need to be as a result of Sinai. But what does the impact of Hars of Matan Torah at Sinai have to do with the Ben Noyach? So much so that we should say that it's not enough that they fulfill the mitzvahs of Ben Noyach based on the fact that they were given to other mitzvahs to Noyach, but they have to fulfill them because, they were, because Moshe Rabbeinu was so instructed to impress upon humankind. Dalits will understand this by first understanding the explanation of the previous Rebbe about what's the advantage of the nefesh asichas intellectual soul, the tzelem, which that's what we're referring to as the image of God, of a yid, in, in the contrast the intellectual soul of humankind in general. And here's what the Friedrich says. In ear, in other words, in the, in the intellectual soul of the yid, there is to be felt a spiritual sensitivity. When Agamir is even though it's an intellectual soul, so it's human intellect, natural human intellect. Nonetheless, it has an attachment to spiritual sensitivity, spiritual refinement. the nefesh intellectual soul of a Naju, is a megushim dikafashtan. That's a more physical kind of understanding, as is explained in various places, about learning, learning those wisdoms that are not Torah, they're called outside wisdoms, uh, all kinds of uh, sciences, and, and so on and so forth, anything that's not Torah, that's learning the inner track of Hashem, 
So it says that all those forms of intellectual studies bring to a feeling of yeshus, of self, which can also get expressed in a certain coarseness, in a certain arrogance. So a person becomes intellectually um, arrogant. They, become, they feel more superior. They feel better about themselves. Whereas the, so that's general intellect. The intellectual soul of the nefesh, of the yid, is endowed with a certain sensitivity to become more oblivious, to become less self-worth, more selfless. Now we have to understand, the Indian of seichel, intellect in general, is to come to the truth. That's what intellect is about. And that's why the concept of intellect is in general to attach oneself to higher than personal interests and to attach yourself to pure intellect, pure intellect, for example. Not like an animal that gets pulled to the things of visceral attachment. Human, an intellectual human, is, 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 is pulled to the abstract, pure intellectual world. So why are we saying that the nature of the nefesh asichas of the intellectual soul of, of, a, of humankind in general is opposite? It brings the person down into a certain coarseness. If we were talking about the intellect of the animal soul, which means the intellect that's connected and leads to emotion, so we could say since it's intellect that's got to do with emotional matters, and the whole purpose of emotion is to feel oneself, that's what emotion is. So we can understand that also the intellect regarding emotional matters can bring a person to a certain a sense of self-aggrandizement, coarseness or whatever. But if we're talking about the intellectual soul of a human, and not yet. So even there, it's, it's about pure intellect. It's not about or on behalf of creating some kind of emotion for oneself. It's not subjective. We're talking here about an intellectual who's, talking, who's thinking objective intellectuality. So why there do we say, a person studying astronomy, for example, says that, why should we say that that seichel also brings a person to yeshus vegashus, to self-feeling and to coarseness? So the explanation is that the, the, the nature of intellect is to go to something higher than itself. But, is verbunden mit dem, was der Mensch rechen sich nicht mit seine Tier. A person gets absorbed into the thing that he's studying. So he puts his own desires or his own natias, um, 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 his own um, preferences, the things that pull him, puts those aside and he becomes absorbed in the thing, the intellectual thing that he's trying to grasp. But what is he trying to grasp? Worldly matters. The whole definition of world is that it's a reality. It's not godly. It's dimensional. It's, 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 it's a reality other or separate than God. That's why, even though, yes, there's an intellectual oblivion that a person achieves, a person reaches in the world of intellect, intellectual can sit and be totally absorbed in the intellect, but... The subject of that intellect is worldly matters. In other words, it's something that has a reality, it has an identity, a self-identity. And therefore, ultimately, there's a, a sense of self. 
doesn't really allow the person to escape the, 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 um, the feeling of identity and self. And when, here's where the advantage is in the nefesh asichas, intellectual soul of a year, where even the scholar, even the things that he comprehends in the intellectual matters, the regular human intellectual matters, So, because within the Yid, there's a nefesh kiss, a godly soul is higher in the world, right? So that creates, ultimately, a bitless, certain selflessness, or a, 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 an affinity to selflessness, also in the intellectual soul that exists in him. And therefore, the intellectual soul that the Yid has is both things. Even though it's human intellect, by nature, though, it also has that affinity to connect itself to the spirituality of being selfless and, and, and becoming incorporated in the greater reality of the divine. Very important to note here, once heard a discussion between shluchim, that sometimes it could be a little bit, um, if you're teaching this and perhaps your audience isn't all yidden, maybe saying, what are we saying here? But really what we're saying here is that the intellect of a yid is impacted by his nefesh, by his godly soul, which makes him less of a reality. I don't know that most of humanity would want this kind of, uh, this kind of a less of a reality, less of an existence. And by the way, this is taka what, what makes a yid dissatisfied when all he has, I'm just digressing here, just a parenthetical note, when he has, uh, when he's only absorbed in pursuing his own agendas of materialism, even, even the sophisticated materialism, the genteel materialism, you know, upper class, but the neshama is clamoring to be absorbed in the divine, to have bitl. Even his seichel, and nushi, even his human intellect, has an affinity and, and, and has a natural desire for oblivion, for bittel, for being selflessly incorporated within the divine. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a gift that comes together with a, with a it, it can be burdensome for those who are, so to speak, not ready to embrace it and to realize that ultimately a yid can only be happy when he allows himself to become absorbed in the divine. Hey. With this, we can also explain what the Pirish of the Fidik Rebbe is in the Mishnah, he says, this means the intellectual soul, which is in humankind in general. And then there's a next level, and that is the extra love that Hashem has made it known that he's created in the, in the image of Hashem. This is already going on the second level. This is going on the intellectual soul, which is Dafka Bayin. How is it hinted in the Mishnah? The Mishnah says, The person is beloved is created in the image. In other words... Uh, the, the belovedness of, of human is that is created in the image. Then it says, an additional belovedness, that he was, let it be known that he was created in the tzalem. Here it means that there's an existential love, which for that reason he was created in the image. There's a chiba yisera, there's an additional love, and that is what lets us know why he was created in the image of Hashem. And that's the difference between the tzalem of a ben noyach and the tzalem of a yid. Ba'ay ben noyach. So the endearment 
is because he's created in the image of Hashem. He has the nefesh asichlis, the intellectual soul. The chavivus of a yid, which is create, which is create, which is connected with his tzelem, it's not because of his tzelem. The tzelem is because of his belovedness that's emanating from higher than the tzelem. Because he's a yid, so Hashem has an has extra love for him, to the point that he's also created in the image of Hashem. He's given also a nefesh asichlis. And only then is really the nefesh asichlis, the intellectual soul of the yid, in its shleimus, and is able to elevate him to the higher, upwards. This is also the explanation, says the Rebbe Vav, in what the Rambam says, that a yid have to, has to impress upon all the, those nations of the world, all those that walk in the world, that come in the world, to accept upon themselves the Shema Mitzvah Zuneinah. In order, why does it have to come through the Eden? In order that the Avodah of the Ben Noyach in the fulfillment of his mitzvah should be as, as it should be, <coughs> can't rely on the intellectual outcome of his meditation to come to that. Because his nefesh asichus, his intellectual soul, could lead him to the path of self, self-awareness and coarseness even, as we said before. So it has to be connected with the intellectual soul of a yid that, as we said, the intellectual soul of a yid is connected to his nefesh kiss, and therefore it's going to remain pointed upwards and bring him to the place of the ruach ha'odam or the spirit of man is what elevates him upwards. And that's why the Mishnah has to tell us Adam, the man is beloved. Humanity is beloved because it's created in the image of Hashem. And therefore, it's also important to add that by the Eden, there's an additional stage, that there's a chibi, there's an additional love, and they too have its selim, and that selim, that image of God, that intellectual soul is fueled by the connection with the God, godly soul, because it's important that also the Ben Noyach knows that his wholesomeness of his intellectual soul is hinged upon his connection to the Eid. It's hinged upon the input that the Yid has to the world of intellect through their level of Tzelem. And since the Tzelem, the image of God, in other words, intellectual soul of an soul, is a result from the fact that he has an Efshali Kiss, a godly soul. So what happens is that the cause, an Efshali Kiss, impresses with its own character traits onto the intellectual soul. The nature, and the key nature of the Efshali Kiss is Bittl, is to be selfless, and absorbed in the oneness of Hashem. So this impresses also upon the intellectual soul of the Yid. And that's why this can impress when it's connected in that way, that the nefesh kiss of the Yid impresses upon his nefesh asichlis, and that's what comes into contact and impresses upon the nefesh asichlis of a ben that can create chassidah, pious nations of the world. Because they're doing the mitzvahs, because Hashem commanded so in the Torah and taught us through Meshach Rabbeinu Mashalom. In other words, that the humanity is doing all of this as a result of the revelation of Mantera, where Yidin got that special quality, that existential mile of being called children to Hashem and receiving the Torah, which then impacts their intellectual soul, which is that level of intellectual soul that that nefeshali kiss impacted nefeshasichlis that can affect the intellectual senses of humanity in general. 
Now we also understand, says the Rebbe, why the Rambam continues and says if a person does it because of Hechel Adas, because he came to an intellectual rationalization to do those mitzvahs, he's not from the Hasidim, he's not from the pious nations of the world. And then the Rambam says something startling, he's not even from their wise ones. Now there is another version that ever quotes here in 26 that um, he is not of their pious ones, he is of their wise ones, which would seem to say that somebody came rationally to the Shemitz, he could be considered not a chosid, which means submissiveness to Hashem, but he would be a chacham. He's following the path of smartness, which is following those rules Hashem gave. But the generally accepted nusach is that if he follows it only because of his own intellect, he's not from the chachameim even. He's not from the chassidim, not from the pious ones, and not even from the wise ones. What does that mean? He's doing it because it makes sense. So he is from the Chachamim. Says the Rebbe, but because he lacks the recognition how these mitzvahs and how the only way to be um, not to be not to be um, sidelined towards arrogance is by being connected to the nefesh hasichl is the way the yidden have it post matan So in the end of the day, he's not going to be a Chacham either. It's going to. His, his intellectual leanings will bring him to a place where he'll go off the railings, where he will reach a, per, a, a, point, a point of coarseness. His seicha will also be lacking. Zion, according to this, we'll also understand the common denominator between the double lotion, the double expression in this Mishnah. It's a three-way thing. It says... We said that there's um, humanity is, ble- is is beloved. It's created in the image of Hashem. Additional love that Hashem let them know they're created in the image of Hashem, which the Pritikev explained to us is actually two levels. It's the love. One level is taka the nefesh shasichli, is the image of God which every human is endowed with. The next one is an additional level of love, which is the nefesh shasichli, is the intellectual soul which the yidden are endowed with. Continue this in all the tractates, of, in all the stanzas of the Mishnah. The next two stanzas are Chavimi Yisrael Shenikro Bonam Lamakim. Yidna are endeared, they are called children to Hashem. Chibi Yisrael and Aslam Shikro Bonam Lamakim. There is additional chiba, additional love, that they were informed that they are called children to Hashem. That's the second stanza. The third stanza, Chavimi Yisrael Shenitam Klechemda. Yidna are endeared, are beloved, that they were given valuable, uh, beloved tools, the Torah. And even a greater endearment is that they were informed that they were given these klichemda, these valuable tools. So also in these two stanzas, Friedrich Rebbe explains that there's two levels in each one. What's the double expression in each stanza? About being children. So it's going on two different levels, he says. First level is, Yidna are endeared, is going on gufam shal Yisrael, on the body. And then there's a nefesh of kiss and the mile of the neshama. Chavivin, you saw that they're called children. And Chavivin, 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 and Aslam, that they have a neshama. And then the next level, we talk about Torah. So one, the first level is Gali Shabbatera, the revealed Torah. The second level is that they're also given the Pnimisatera, inside track of the Torah. Also here, the intention is, as we said before, in the first stanza, that there's two levels. And in the second level, what we're saying is that the first thing we said, how do we just, we explain now in the Tzalem al we said like this. 
Humanity is blessed because it has the Tzalem Elikim. And Yidin also have it. Chavim Yisrael, Yidin have an extra, extra endearment. And that's where their Tzalem Elikim comes from. Because of their Neshama, Hashem gives them a Tzalem Elikim that's impacted by the Neshama. Here too, says the Rebbe, when we talk about the Guf, the Neshama, so Yisrael, Chavim, that they're called Shulchan Hashem, that goes in their bodies. What is that based on? What is the extra love? Where does that love come from? Because of the mile of the neshama. As has been spoken at once at great length, you have to look at the footnote, the Rebbe says, look at Zichzchel Yudches. Now, Hashem's choosing the body of a yid, where, how does that become nikva? How does it become uh, fixed and in, inculcated in, a, in, a, in, a, in an internal way by a yid? That's through the abeid of the neshama. And that's why there is a situation where a yid could not have his own chelik in elam haba, which means that his body would be, would be finished, even though we say that the neshama can't be can't be ever uh, lost. So, in other words, I didn't study this, I didn't look this up sufficiently, but I think what the Rebbe is saying here is that while we say that Hashem chose the body, but that only becomes a, a permanent fixture in reality when the neshama is able to operate within the body because it does stem from the fact that the neshama is special. I didn't explain, I'm sorry, I, I don't have this clear. Al-Derech we talk about the two levels of Torah, Galian Torah, Pneumis Torah, revealed aspects of Torah, the hidden aspects of Torah. When you learn Galian Torah, when you learn the revealed aspects of Torah, and you also have that you've studied. So then the learning of the revealed Asmatera becomes Samchai, becomes a potion of life because you sense the godliness within it. Again, these last two stanzas, I'm sorry I didn't explain. Thank you. Thank you.